Neurodiversity can be a challenging diagnosis, whether you are neurodivergent, neurotypical, or just looking to understand someone who has a diagnosis. My name is Juana Venegas, and this podcast was created to be a resource for you. We will provide tools and engaging conversations to help navigate the journey from the diagnosis to hope and create community along the way. Because by creating community, we are helping today's current kids, young adults, and also building a more inclusive world for future generations. Hello, everyone, and my name is Juana Venegas. I'm director and founder of Minor for Inclusion Foundation. I want you to introduce to our next speaker um, in the series of neurodiversity. Um, her name is Camila Garcia. She is an excellent mom. She is an excellent woman. She radiates love and peace and self-worth. And um, she inspired me to become a life coach. And um, she has helped me so much through this journey um, of becoming Manu for Inclusion and becoming the director and founder. And uh, so many thanks for Camilla for that. And um, also, um, just let's start with um, who are you? Uh, why are you here? Thank you, Juani. Thanks for those Special words, they mean a lot for me. Um, and I'm I'm very glad to be here. I feel very special. And sure, let's start how who who, who I am or and I think it's this is a very nice question because it really leads you to think more deeply about who you really are as a person. And um I think when someone asks you this question we generally answer things like what we have studied or, or the achievements that we have had. But when we really connect with the meaning of this question, you can know who really you are. And, and, and I can tell you here, Juan, is that Camila is love, is tenderness, is compassion, is, is balance, is it's a woman who wants to share with the world um, all that I have discovered during these many years of personal work after receiving my, my son's diagnosis, which is autism. And, and I think this special moment in my life uh, allowed me to see the world with different eyes. I, I, I mean, like eyes of love eyes of compassion I can see in the world a place of opportunities because when you have this diagnosis or or the word neurodiversity in your life it makes you feel something different it leads you to work in you as a person and and I think that's that's who am I right now I'm trying to be my best person <laughs> all right so something to share to the to the viewers and thank you for connecting with us again. Um, Kami and I we go a way back. We went to school together, 
and um, we were like friends, but we we weren't close. We like, weren't close, Chris. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I used to go to your house. You used to go to my house, but it, it wasn't like we hang out together. Yeah, it's more like we we make homework together or some uh, work, school work. Yeah, but but we were very close as a friends. Yes, and then you were sharing with me the moment that we reconnected. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah, that was a very special moment because I was like uh, on the internet and I saw a video that you share about a moment when you feel a little bit sad because you can't find a really school, well, a, a safe place for Manu to study and when I saw that video I think that oh my god she has the same story that I live some years before you because my son has right now 20 years old and Manu is eight 11 11 right sorry 11 so uh I started thinking oh my god I'm going to write Juanis to see how is she feeling and what can I do for her at this moment? Because I I have lived that that experience before, so I think that's the moment when we connect from the bottom of our heart, from to connect since our real feelings that we are living in that moment in our lives. So right. that was a very special moment. So um, parentheses hashtag um. Kami is the mom who helped me develop the program of the toolbox that we use over here at Manu for Inclusion Foundation. And uh, in that toolbox, we we have said that there are stages, right? Mm-hmm. Or that we go through. So first is the denial, then is the, the depression. Mm-hmm. And then is the guilt, then is the anger. And then after working in ourselves and stuff like that, we start uh, having acceptance of the diagnosis. And and then we can see like a ray of hope and we can see more stuff clearly. Mm -hmm. So the moment that Kami was describing, it was a moment of me of that everything was combined. (laughs) the the depression was there the anger was there guiltiness was there because I I couldn't find and this is eight years ago so I I don't know how much the private schools have um, evolved Mm -hmm. but eight years ago I couldn't find a private school for my son to have inclusion so I was devastated and and then that's how we connected again with Cami. And um, so Cami, just let us know why do you join us for Manu for Inclusion Foundation? Okay, well that's the reason. Because when we talk about the, all that the, all that things that we lived since the diagnosis, and we start talking about all the all the knowledge and and the things that we can share with families 
uh, there's man for inclusion for that so so i think it's a wonderful place it's it's a really great foundation when we can work with families around the world and sharing with them how how to treat neurodiversity how to live with that how to accept the difference uh, how to be indifferent uh, with with all the people that has a diagnosis or 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 symbols different as us so manner for inclusion it's that place when when i think we can live our life purpose is it's like we discovered that we have sons with autisms that makes us be better persons in our lives and let us show the world that you can be more happy in this world even what is happening in your life right now so it's a safe place it's 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 that I, I don't know I love money for inclusion it's like you feel living your life you feel happy doing this you you can transform lives of of families you can share that love that we have in our heart with those people that are in 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 that moment that we comment before right so um tell us about um, your personal growth like um why are you a life coach you're more than a life coach so i want to tell i want to tell everyone what what like what what else do you do like you have to study well i i am a life coach and also i've been all all the years i choose one um course or one specialization or what or something to study on it so right now i am a life coach and life and spiritual coach I am working with um, a, as a deportist with deportists with in sports also competition, and I have a magister in holistic psychology, and I have I am a PNL practitioner also, which is something that that help us a lot in our daily lives with all the achievements that we have uh, in this neurodiversity world but i think that that my my growth my personal growth here is when i make the decision to put aside all the etiquettes and when i lose the fear to show myself as i am with all the world uh, and and that makes me grow as a person because there's when I can understand what is the really important things in the life, which is what are the most simple things. I mean, neurodiversity world show you a lot of simple things and special things that you can recognize every day. It's like um you learn to enjoy something as simple as a look from your son 
who is telling you with with his eyes that he loves you but he can talk he can tell you mom i love you but when you connect with her eyes or with his eyes you can see that he is showing you the love that he has from you so that's that's the special and simple things that you start making important in your life and i think that's the most um wonderful how do you say that uh achievement or or my 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 personal growth to show me that simple things are the best that you can feel happy about or for it okay and how have you grow with minor for inclusion like like what like what have you learned working with money for inclusion? Well, a lot of things, Juanis. I think I think I have learned how to uh, leave behind my fears. It, that's that's something that we all have to work on because fears are the um, like the limit that life puts you to get what you want in life. So I think money for inclusions always show me how to leave my fears behind how to get into life daily to look for what i want to feel like i want to feel to to share with people what i want to share so it's like i i have learned how to be me here that i that i can be myself without a mask without um I don't know etiquettes or without everything I just be me here so that's what I have learned here that's the most important um thing in your life you just have to be you you just have to be comfortable how you are and with with the things that you have and with the reality that you are living right now in your life but because it's the only thing that it's going to make you make changes if you want to make them or or continue living them as you want to live so that's that's the most important thing that i have learned here just be you be happy uh try to see mm, the world uh, with with love with compassion so that's that's what i have learned here in man of english thank you kami so <laughs> Let's talk about it a little bit more about fears because when I when I speak with families, they they are like, well, one of my fears I'm I'm afraid of spiders or I'm afraid of I don't know like like Hi. those <laughs> yeah yeah I'm afraid of that so for us when we talk about fears is like the fear of failure for instance or that's that's a big one for me the fear of failure or what people might think about me that's another fear so do you do you have another other fears that we can the fear of not fitting i mean it's like Uh, I think when you have a neurodiversity uh, being in your life, it's like, oh my God, what do we have to do to fit in this society, to fit in the school, to fit in the office, to fit in the park, to share moments with other kids. Uh, so 
it's not easy to talk about fears because the first thing that you have to do is to recognize that you ha you have fears of of something. I mean that you really are feeling fear of not being part of the society. That you are feeling fear of not be the person who everybody wants you to be, which I think it's the 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 most real fears that we feel in this part of the neurodiversity world uh, but the first is that you have to recognize that that that's a real fear that you feel so when you can recognize the fear it's more uh, simple to try to work on it but fears are going to be in your life always you can't it's not like it go away fear I don't want to feel fear anymore no no <laughs> It's they're going to be part of our lives always. So we have to work on us to see how we can handle that fear. But the first thing is, okay, I, I'm afraid of this. I'm afraid of not have friends. I'm afraid that my son's not going to be married. Never. I'm afraid that he he's not going to be able to be to the university or something like that. That was one of my biggest fears. And now he's in sixth semester of of engineering so i was like oh my god you just have to work with those fears i walk with them okay hi fear i have you here in my life what are we going to do together okay well, let's talk about it i feel like this and that's how fears helps you sometimes to go more than you think you can go so it's the way you see the fear. It's the way you treat the fear. It's the way you you work with it. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's awesome. Can you tell us um, a part of the beauty of neurodiversity? Like to have the diagnose, what is the beauty in the diagnose? Well, First of all, I think the beauty of the diagnose is that it makes you go deeper in yourself. It's like it connects you with who you really are. It, it makes you feel that you have to make changes uh, as a person to be the mom or the father or the uncle or the Brahma. for that uh, yeah for that a uh, kid that you have in neurodiversity it's not easy to change that vision of the world but i think that's the most beautiful thing that neurodiversity, that neurodiversity brings in our lives is how you can see the world with compassion how you start you start working on on try to see that if you have uh if you see people with differences you can uh, construct a new relationship with that kind of people not not to reject them or to let them out of your lives it's like how i'm going to see the world right now because you don't want that the world goes hard with your kid so which is what what we live always i mean if they go to school they speak differently they think differently they act differently that the other kids so they start to reject them to let them out so when that's that's when you start thinking okay i don't want this for any for anybody i want that the world can see 
each other as we are, as we really are. Like the first question that that you asked me, Juan, is, and it's like, we are a love. We are a compassion. We all have the right to be in this world. We all have the right to go to school. We all have the right to have friends. And, and, and the real diversity brings you that capacity, I think, to, to see the world like that when to to can share with other people love compassion tenderness um empathy so so i think that's the the most beautiful point with of neurodiversity how how change your life how change your heart how makes you feel differently about all the world yeah so something um more what is uh neurodiversity because we talk that we have our kids in the spectrum and we my son has adhd but it's it's not only autism right so no if... i think neurodiversity is just to understand that everybody is different they have different uh types of talking as i said before someone it could be a kid that can't talk but can connect you with 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 your sight uh, I think it's just to to be that every every single human being is different not you don't have uh equals human beings in the world all had different things so that's neurodiversity that that's it's how you can um everybody learns different everybody talks different everybody has different uh likes so so that that's it it's just to go to the to the bottom of the thing and said okay you're not uh as you, you can think differently that i can think and there's there's no problem we can talk about other things or we can share moments that we can connect in different special ways. So it's just to understand that it's not a diagnosis, that is not a special condition. It's that we are different. All people in the world is different. That's it. So I have to, to work on me to accept the difference of the people, of all the people, not just the person, the people that has a diagnosis or has a condition. Correct. Thank you so much for um, for explaining that for us. And um, the other question is, what do you do behind the scenes of mining for inclusion? Well, I do a lot of a lot of things. <laughs> I work as a life coach, a spiritual coach, a sports coach. Um, I love to do what I do, which is accompany people to try to find their life purpose also instead of money for inclusion and I think that made me feel like I'm I am living in my life purpose also I love to play tennis <laughs> that's that's like my passion I when I am in when I'm in a court playing tennis I feel like I can balance all my life so that's something that I that I also do I balance all my emotions and the other role in my life that I love is to be a mom. I have two wonderful sons. One has autism and the other one's played tennis. So 
none of them are like the common of the of the kids uh, they have to develop special skills so 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 i love to be their mom i think since i was little i played to be a mom i was i remember that i i always said i want to be a mom that's the most important thing that i want to be in my world so so i i i enjoy that role that's what camila do i love to be a wife <laughs> i love my husband my husband with all my heart and also i work with couples when they need some guidance because i i am a I am a believer that the love forever uh, is possible. So, so I love to share with couples how how can you work on it in, as a couple because being married or have a, a a couple is not is not easy. You have to work on it also. So, I love to do that part of my life too. Awesome, thank you, Kami, and. Um... Tell us uh, more about um, mining for inclusion in Colombia. What do we do over there? Um, well, here in Colombia, oh, there's a lot of challenges here. But I think around the world, because if it's real that that the laws are working for for make better more, better laws for for people who are in the neurodiversity world well we need to work a lot of it because in schools here in colombia there's not places for neurodiversity childs it's very difficult to find a place in a in a school so a minor for inclusion right now in Colombia is working with families who needs that special place in school because they don't have the money or the to to pay a private school here in Colombia. Here's not like in US that that good schools are are free. Uh, here you have to pay for education for a good education. I mean we we call here private schools. And public schools, they don't have, they don't really have the, the like a special or they don't really know how to work with neurodiversity kids. So that's what we do here. We, we work with families trying to give them the route to get that place in the school, try to work with teachers about how they have to treat these 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 children, these neurodiversity kids, and also parents with the tools box, which is our special program that help us to to be that kind of father that you have to be for that child, to fight for the rights, to go to school and to ask for the for the teachers how to treat them how they learn how they how they feel about some special things that happen at school and right now we are thinking how to make or try to make alliances uh, with schools that can give them this these neurodiversity kids the opportunity to to enroll in their program the, the schools that they have the the program for neurodiversity and, and right now we are only based in cali right 
uh-huh we're based in cali but i think that uh, we can we also work around the world by internet so yeah. so we can share all our our tools around the world but physically we are here in cali right now because i live here in cali yeah uh, but yeah, you're right. We have families in Mexico. We have families mm -hmm. in Puerto Rico. We have families uh, in, in Peru. Peru. We have families. Yeah. So, um, in conclusion, or do you have any invitation or um, to conclude this podcast? Hi, uh, Juanis, of course. My my invitation is that no matter what the moment in your life you are in, uh, if it's difficult or if it's a painful moment or or maybe you are in a happy moment, you, you don't know, um, always seek to work in yourself. I mean, that's that's the most important relationship that you have to work on it. And also the relationship with your superior being. Uh, whatever you believe in it's nothing that has to be with religious it's whatever you believe in I think these two relationships are the most important the relationships that you have to work on it in your life uh, because this is going to help you to work in any difficulty or 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 hard moment that you have in your life if you work in yourself, if you try to know you better always and try to connect with that superior being that you have in your life, you're going to see the world different. You're going to have the opportunity to see that even if you are in a hard, in a hard moment, you're going to see the light. You're, you're going to start feeling that hope in your heart that makes you feel safe and then gives you like the energy to keep doing what you have to do to be better and that to be better for that neurodiversity person if you have it in your life. So that's my invitation. It's just to start to work on yourself. Start to work. If you haven't do it yet, start to do it. Read a book, uh, listen to podcasts, uh, watch a movie that inspires you. Uh, I don't know. Those are things that change your lives, change your minds, change your feelings, and makes you feel better about all the things that you have to live in, in life. That's my invitation. Thank you, Kami. So we always say we we work on ourselves because when our when we are full, then we can give love. If I love exactly. myself then I can give love. If I, I have forgiveness for myself, I can give forgiveness to someone else and so on. So that's what it, the meaning is work on you. Uh-huh. And and I have a statement of like a mantra that I love to do all, I, I repeat it by myself always, that it's what day at a time. Just worry about what day, what is going to be today, what is going to happen today, just today. I mean, what day and the time? If we, if you live in that statement, you're gonna be that life is more easier. Sometimes we worry about things that not even is going to happen in the future. So, one day at a time. That's 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 my best statement in the world. 
<laughs> All right, Cami, thank you so much for your time. Hopefully we see each other in another podcast with another content. Um, have a great day. You too, Juanis. Thanks for this space and like always, thanks for everything. Hola a todos, mi nombre es Juana Venegas. Bienvenidos al podcast de Manu for Inclusion sobre neurodiversidad. Este, en este momento tengo a Camila García, una compañera de colegio, una compañera de madre neurodiversa también. Eh, ella me inspiró a, a ser un life coach este, y me ayudó muchísimo durante el tiempo que me convertí en un life coach. Eh, bueno, Cami, quiero comenzar diciéndote gracias por este, por este tiempo y que nos comentes quién eres tú. Hola, Juanis, gracias por, por invitarme a este espacio y pues por generar estos espacios de crecimiento tan bonitos, de verdad, y esas palabras que dices tan bonitas me enorgullecen un montón. Bueno, es una pregunta súper linda. Siempre he pensado que cuando, cuando alguien te pregunta eso, eh, pues nosotros estamos acostumbrados a, con, a contestar como lo que estudiamos o lo que hacemos. Pero cuando realmente conectamos con la profundidad de la, de la pregunta es que puedes descubrir quién eres realmente en esta vida. Y aquí es donde yo te puedo decir que Camila es... Es amor, es compasión, es equilibrio, eh, es ternura. Yo soy una mujer que quiere compartir con el mundo todo lo que ha descubierto a lo largo de estos años de trabajo personal eh, desde que recibí el diagnóstico de mi hijo, eh, que es autismo, o sea, lo diagnosticaron con autismo. Y, y desde ese momento en el que yo recibo ese diagnóstico, pues empiezo a trabajar muchas cosas en mí y a darme cuenta que realmente soy una persona hecha de muchas cosas lindas, o sea, lo que te decía ahorita, amor, ternura, compasión, y esa es quién es Camila, y ese diagnóstico es el que permite que yo pueda ver el mundo con otros ojos, o sea, diferente, con ojos de amor, un lugar donde, donde tal vez en vez de, de sentirme cohibida, pueden haber oportunidades para hacer algo diferente, entonces... Creo que eso ha hecho que yo pueda darme cuenta quién es realmente Camila García. Entonces, nosotras eh, éramos compañeras del colegio, pero no éramos, no éramos amigas, amigas en sí. Sí, no éramos muy amigas. Hacíamos trabajos juntas y íbamos sí. a la casa de la una y de la otra. Sí, entonces, si hablamos el momento en que nos reconectamos, eh, tú y yo. Bueno... Ese fue un momento muy lindo porque yo me acuerdo que estaba en internet, en Facebook, y veo un video tuyo muy triste, o sea, con, sintiéndote muy, muy, muy frustrada porque, porque Manu no tenía el colegio, porque te sentías como, como súper mal y yo empecé a verte. Y claro, tu, Manu tiene autismo, mi hijo tiene autismo, pero, pero el mío ya tiene 20, el tuyo tiene 11, entonces yo como que empecé a conectar y dije, wow, yo por eso ya he pasado. Y, y te escribí y como que sentí que podíamos conectar desde esta historia, que, que era el poder compartir contigo algo de las cosas que me habían servido a mí a lo largo de esta, de esta historia del autismo. 
y creo que conectamos desde el corazón, desde poder entender con claridad qué era lo que sentías, porque yo en algún momento lo sentí, todo el mundo lo vive diferente, pero creo que el sentimiento es el mismo, la frustración, el dolor, la tristeza, la rabia, que produce el que, el que tu hijo se vea envuelto en tantas experiencias frustrantes, ¿no? Entonces creo que ese fue el momento en el que otra vez hicimos clic y, y nada, y nos volvimos a conectar desde esta linda experiencia de la neurodiversidad. Ay, sí. Entonces, eh, Cami es una de las personas que me ayudó a crear el programa de desarrollo personal de Mindful Inclusion que se llama La Caja de Herramientas. Eh, y en esta caja nosotros tenemos diferentes etapas por las que pasamos los padres con niños con, con neurodiversidad. Eh, las etapas son eh, la negación, la depresión, la culpa, la tristeza, el... La, la rabia. La, ajá, la rabia. Eh, y luego, después de, de que uno trabaja en sí mismo y trabaja para ver el, el mundo de otra manera, bueno, ya hay una aceptación y uno ve la esperanza eh, para, para, para el hijo de uno. Este, bueno, y entonces en ese momento cuando Cami me vio, yo tenía como la culpa, la depresión, la ira, bueno, todos así. Todo junto. Todo junto y entonces eh, por eso conectamos y, y es increíble porque Cami me dijo, yo soy un life coach y yo le dije, Cami, yo estoy tomando eh, clases para desarrollo personal. Y, y ahí como que súper conectamos porque estamos tratando de ser las mejores versiones para dejarle algo más a nuestros hijos. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Eh, bueno, cuéntanos un poco sobre tu desarrollo personal, cómo empezó. Bueno, yo empiezo a trabajar en todo esto. Yo creo que es, es, es gracioso porque yo empecé a sentir como una conexión hacia todo el tema del life coaching, de trabajar en mí, de conocer más. Yo siempre tuve como esa, esa incógnita de, de esas preguntas existencialistas, llamémoslo así, de la vida, donde siempre me llevaba como averiguar y averiguar y a no quedarme con, con lo básico. Y yo empecé a trabajar en esto hace muchísimos años, muchísimos años, casi 15, 16 años, donde llevo trabajando en todo este tema. Eh, y yo creo que venían preparándome para poder tener una, para yo ser una persona distinta a la hora de recibir realmente lo que le pasaba a mi hijo, o sea, el diagnóstico. Entonces, eh, pues estudié para Life Coach, eh, he hecho un montón de certificaciones durante todos estos años. Todos los años escojo algo que hacer para actualizarme en mil cosas. Tengo diplomados en autismo, eh, en TDAH, o sea, trabajo mucho sobre este tipo de condiciones que son las que nos unen en la neurodiversidad, eh, básicamente, pero, pero bueno. Y, y entonces empiezo a trabajar mucho en mí. Y soy, tengo una maestría en psicología holística que también me, me ayuda a ver como muchas más herramientas, no, no algo específico, sino un montón, como un abanico de, de herramientas que, que podemos utilizar en estos momentos de la dificultad o cómo trabajar con nosotros mismos. Eh, no sé, ¿qué más te puedo contar? Eso es lo que yo he hecho en este momento. Un montón. Sí. Por el estudio. Sí, y me, me gustó mucho y siento que esto nunca termina. 
porque no significa que, que tú seas, o sea, para poder sentirte bien y estar bien, y no significa que nosotros estemos bien todo el tiempo, ¿no? Obviamente pasa uno por todas las etapas, hay momentos de dificultad, hay momentos de dolor, de tristeza, que se viven, pero lo que uno logra hacer cuando trabaja en sí mismo y tiene estos aprendizajes de crecimiento personal, pues es poder gestionar más fácil esos momentos, no es que no los vivas, sino que sabes gestionarlos de una manera más eh, tranquila, más, más mmm, llamémoslo de pronto un poquito más positiva, que te permiten como pasar el momento, no quedarte ahí, que tal vez es un poco lo que sentimos todos cuando recibimos el diagnóstico, se va a acabar el mundo, no hay una luz, esto es lo peor, y cómo te pasó a ti, o sea, la depresión, no quiero hacer nada, me quedo aquí, no me muevo porque nos paralizamos, entonces es todo lo contrario. Y, y estos estudios y todas estas cosas lo que permiten es poderlo hacer diferente. Muy bien. Entonces, eh, quería preguntarte, ¿qué es neurodiversidad? Bueno, la neurodiversidad es básicamente es que todos somos diferentes. O sea, no tiene que ver, y lo voy a explicar así desde lo coloquial por, para que todos lo podamos entender y no, no es que tengamos que tener un diagnóstico o una condición específica. Si yo veo el término neurodiversidad, es simplemente que todos tenemos una manera distinta de aprender, de hablar, de comunicarnos, de enseñar, de compartir, de jugar, de comer. Todos somos distintos, no hay un ser humano que se parezca al otro. Lo que pasa es que cuando obviamente lo pones desde la condición o ¿no? desde el diagnóstico, todo el mundo está eh, como enseñado a ver lo malo de eso, ¿sí? Lo que no funciona. Entonces es como, dale, listo, él tiene autismo, entonces no habla. Entonces no nos vamos a poder comunicar porque no habla. O él tiene autismo, entonces llora mucho o grita mucho o no aprende. Entonces te enfocas en esas cosas que lo que hace es que como que te busques es como rechazar a la persona, pero cuando tú logras ver que la neurodiversidad es simplemente que eres diferente, o sea, que todas esas cosas son distintas, eh, puedes verlo con más tranquilidad y logras entender que hay una manera de, como de conectar, ¿sí? Desde, desde lo que haya, desde lo bonito de ese ser, porque todos tenemos algo lindo y todos tenemos algo difícil de trabajar, no solo la gente neurodiversa. Entonces, eso es neurodiversidad, coloquialmente hablando, la, la diferencia, lo, que todos somos diferentes, todos, absolutamente todos, con condiciones o sin condiciones. Y yo pienso que nosotros lo que queremos, eh, el objetivo que tenemos como, como fundación en Mano for Inclusion es poder lograr que el mundo vea la neurodiversidad como algo, algo más en la vida, ¿sí?, no el diagnóstico, no la condición, no los limitantes, sino que, ah, sí, él aprende diferente. Hola, Juan, punto. Sí, hola, Pedro, pero ya. Es, es, pienso que es un objetivo, a veces suena idílico, pero, pero yo no me canso de decir que, que esas son las cosas que uno tiene que trabajar con el corazón para que funcione. Correcto. Entonces, eh, a ti la neurodiversidad, cuando entraba a tu casa, ¿qué te ha enseñado? ¿Qué, ¿Qué es lo bonito de la neurodiversidad? Bueno, lo que te, a mí me enseñó a, a trabajar en mí, ¿sí? O sea, me enseñó a ir más profundamente a quién es Camila, a qué es eso que yo tenía que trabajar para poder estar con la neurodiversidad, precisamente porque ninguno de nosotros está acostumbrado a eso. 
¿sí? Todo lo que se salga del común denominador o del molde al que estamos acostumbrados a ver, pues genera impacto, ¿sí? Es como, wow, aquí hay algo raro que mi cerebro no reconoce. Entonces, cuando la neurodiversidad llegó a mi vida, yo pude primero volver a lo simple, ¿no? Es como poder darme cuenta que lo que realmente impor importa es lo más sencillo, no el mejor colegio, porque te cuento, y, y de verdad, cuando, cuando yo tuve a, a mi hijo, yo decía, yo quiero que estudie en este colegio, que es súper reconocido, y que tenga no sé qué, y que sí se más, y pues a ninguno de esos pudo, ¿no? <ríe> o sea, no aplicó. Entonces, como que la vida te empieza a mostrar, realmente es importante el colegio al que vaya, o sea, realmente es importante, no sé, el sitio, no, lo más importante son esas cosas simples y que estemos bien y felices. Y de verdad puede sonar como a cliché, pero es eso, es volver a lo básico, es disfrutar de una mirada de tu hijo cuando no habla de pronto por la neurodiversidad y te dice, oye, con los ojos te amo mamá, ¿sí? Y lo aprendes a conectar, disfrutar de un abrazo cuando tal vez él nunca se ha dejado abrazar y de pronto llegó un día y te abrazó. Entonces empiezas a reconocer esos momentos importantes y simples de la vida. Yo creo que eso ha sido lo, lo más lindo de la neurodiversidad. En orden para trabajar en uno mismo, uno tiene que eh, aprender a lidiar con los miedos de, de uno mismo. Y, sí. y digamos acá, ¿cuáles son los miedos? Entonces, por ejemplo, o sea, no es el miedo que yo le tengo a las arañas o el miedo que le tengo a, a volar. No, es el miedo, por ejemplo, que yo soy un fracaso o que yo no soy suficiente o lo que van a decir los otros. Eso, esos son los miedos que nosotros eh, trabajamos acá. Exacto. Pues lo, y lo más importante de los miedos es poder reconocerlos. O sea, el miedo a no ser aceptado. Pienso que es uno de los más difíciles que tenemos en, en el ámbito de la de la neurodiversidad, es como, como, como claro, yo siempre quiero pertenecer, yo quiero ser parte de un grupo, porque somos seres relacionales, y algo de lo que más se dificulta en la neurodiversidad es eso, no que al ser diferentes no nos aceptan con facilidad, entonces ese es uno de los miedos más grandes que tenemos, y yo creo que la manera más fácil es aceptar los miedos, o sea, cuando yo voy con mi miedo, porque el miedo no se va a desaparecer nunca, él va a estar ahí siempre y siempre va a querer salir, ¿sí? Es aprender a trabajar con mi miedo, ok, hoy estoy sintiendo miedo de que tal vez va a ir a, de nuevo va a regresar al colegio y no va a ser aceptado como lo estamos esperando, es el miedo que tengo en este momento de mi hijo, ¿cómo lo voy a trabajar? Dale la confianza, la tranquilidad, vamos a ver qué pasa. Y aquí es donde yo todo el tiempo me digo un día a la vez, puede que hoy sea un buen día y mañana no. Entonces es como ir con ese miedo, trabajar con ese miedo. Eh, estar con él de la mano, ser amigos del miedo y cuando tú haces eso con el miedo el miedo te ayuda es avanzar y no te limita, entonces pienso que eso es súper bonito de los miedos Gracias Cami, eh, la otra cosa es, ¿tú qué haces en Manu for Inclusion? O sea, tú no solamente eres el Life Coach ¿Tú qué, ¿A qué más me ayudas? Que es un montón no. Pues, Juanis, hacemos muchas cosas realmente, pues todo lo que, lo que implica, ay, yo pienso que Manu for Inclusion es, es ese espacio donde tú y yo podemos compartir nuestro propósito de vida. O sea, no en vano tenemos dos hijos maravillosos que han venido a enseñarnos cosas divinas y que lo podemos compartir con el mundo. Entonces, en Manu for Inclusion se hacen muchas cosas, se acompañan familias, 
eh, acompañamos papás con la caja de herramientas para que ellos puedan ser esos papás que sus hijos necesitan. Eh, trabajamos mucho aquí en Colombia, por ejemplo, en, en tratar de buscar esos espacios seguros en los colegios, porque aquí los colegios son públicos y privados. Eh, los privados son costosos, los públicos no tienen las adecuaciones suficientes para, para los niños dentro de la neurodiversidad, entonces tratamos es como de guiar a los papás para que exijan esos derechos, para que puedan encontrar esos espacios donde estos niños puedan eh, desarrollar pues, el derecho a la, a la educación, que es uno de los puntos más álgidos que hay aquí en Colombia. Eh, nada, acompañamos desde toda la parte emocional que es lo más bonito, es poder enseñarle a esa persona que se, se encuentra con esta situación en su vida a que a pesar de esto, que en el momento es difícil, hay mucha esperanza y se puede vivir con eso entonces, fácil no pero imposible tampoco entonces creo que eso es lo, lo más lindo que hacemos hermano for Inclusion y es un lugar donde, donde, donde se pueden sentir seguros a trabajar en eso muy bien, gracias Cami. Bueno, y en este momento, ¿qué invitación quieres hacerle a las personas que nos están viendo, que están escuchando este mensaje? Bueno, mi invitación, siempre lo he dicho, y es que no importa en qué momento de tu vida estés, no importa si estás pasando por un momento difícil o si, o si no, pero mi invitación es a que independientemente de eso, trabajes en ti. Sí, conectes con, con esa persona que eres tú en este momento de tu vida, con esa realidad que tienes y, y trates de, de conectar mucho con el sentimiento de tu mejor versión. Es decir, cultivar mucho esa relación contigo misma que es la más importante que podemos tener todos porque es de la única persona que no nos podemos deshacer es de nosotros mismos, ¿no? Entonces nosotros mismos vamos con nosotros mismos para todos lados. Entonces eso es súper lindo porque cuando cultivas esa relación te sientes más seguro, más capaz, descubres quién realmente eres y también otra relación que es súper importante es con tu ser superior, sea cual sea. Cuando tú trabajas esas dos relaciones en tu vida, la de tu ser superior y la tuya, tú puedes encontrarte en una posición mucho más tranquila con muchas más herramientas para poder estar en, en la posición de enfrentarte a los miedos que tengas que enfrentarte y trabajar con las cosas que se te presenten. Pero esa es mi invitación, siempre a volver a ti, a volver a lo básico y a conectar con ese ser superior que es el que nos sostiene en los momentos más difíciles. Entonces, pues, eso es como lo más importante. Muchísimas gracias, Cami, por este tiempo. Te espero por acá otro día con otro temazo que tengamos acá. Tenemos muchísimos. Pueden ver claro, nuestro, sí. nuestra social media. Y muchísimas gracias, Cami, que tengas un lindo día. Lo mismo, Juanis, y gracias por invitarme a este espacio tan maravilloso y como siempre, encantada de estar aquí. Besito. Cuídate mucho. Bye. Thank you so much for joining today. And remember, if you have any questions or comments, please email me at juanav at Have an awesome day and see you next time.